You want to talk about Friday night? I, I want to hear you, your your overall impressions too, because the the you covered a game as a member of the media, as a reporter out at Now Arena, Windy City in Fort Wayne. It was your first experience out there covering it, and we got there two hours before game time. Take us through your experience. It was really, really, really fun. It didn't. Nobody showed up to the game except a few people, and of course they 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 knew about the OWC pod yeah a lot of fans how about that yeah it it was coming up like at least like four or five or so and it it was pretty it was pretty interesting you said if those guys aren't listening to our podcast we have a problem because who the hell will if if people who attend bulls g league games aren't listening i said this this is like middle middle of the ones you gotta have so thank you thank you to our core our base what was interesting to see was in they don't miss in warmups they just they're they're still professional basketball players and people forget that because it's the G League I just think there's some sort of a stigma about oh it's not the NBA so the players are terrible no they're not they're significantly better than college players and I would say, I don't know too much about overseas basketball but it's da- it's it's some decent basketball and it's really cool to see just guys that want it really badly. There's no flopping. There's they try. And I mean, Justin Anderson is kind of a hothead on uh, Fort Wayne, but Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoyed myself. And I would, I just want to say Dalen Terry, when I cover my high school basketball team, he talks the exact same as the high school guys. You can tell that he's only been a pro for a couple of months. He's a kid. He's two, three years older than I am. And that's, I think probably about two. He's two years older than I am. It's weird. It's what weird. I found that so funny is after you talked to him, and this was this was early in the game. We got some time with him off before off the, the game. Court, before before the, the game, excuse me, as people are warming up, and we talked to him. And the first thing Jason says is, "He's so young." And I said, "Yeah, but like you're 17." <laughs> but you're right you're right he's he is a kid and and it was a little strange i was i asked him directly and i said when when they told you you were coming down what did they tell you about what you need to work on and what you have to do to earn your spot and he just said i don't really know much about that that goes through my agent yeah they didn't tell him what he needed to work on they didn't so what is what is he supposed to do i think what from my perspective i think he needed to work on and just knowing when to be crazy energy guy. And I would just say his jump shot because it either looked really good or really bad. I think that's his, he has two big things that I think he needs to improve on before he can be an impact player at the NBA level. And I think those two things are his jump shot and pace. When game, he's pace. Under- it's i think it's more than he is you said it at halftime i think and and by the way thanks to uh joe de giacomo and the whole crew mark shanowski and will everybody at nbc sports chicago that was kind enough to have the organizations win championships podcast as the halftime guest we had an absolute blast doing it and i thought what you said to mark about dalen what did you say? You see a lot of things. I see, that, I see a lot traits. of traits, but he's not ready. Yeah. No. And I, so I guess it, it changes my Dalen Terry. He should play every night from wow. the last the last episode. He shouldn't. But I th- maybe by the end of the season, who knows? I, I think if they do it right and he develops, I think that's possible. He's I would love far, for that to happen. But he's he is very, very far away. Very far away. There, he doesn't. He has a collection of things he does well, and I guess that's about right for a late first round pick. 
you know, I, I think that's you, you draft traits. I'm not, I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad pick, but it really takes an, it, it takes active. It's not a bad pick. I don't, I don't no, 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 don't get me wrong. And we saw Windy City coaches with individual players before the game taking time. They had, they had laptops, they had, tape they were going over what where they stand they were looking at stuff from fort wayne about their assignments and talking there there was really active developmental coaching going on and we and we the specific drills that the assistants were running for different players they were really working on what they felt they needed to work on which which is great but I, i would love to have seen dalen like what they what drills they were doing with him because he's got to learn how to they have no tape on him, though. He's only played a few G League games, and he never get he rarely right. gets playing time in the NBA. So, what are they supposed to show that he needs know. to work on? I, I, it, it's I, a little bit more difficult for him. I agree. I agree. I mean, they were really working with that dude, uh, Zegarowski, that they acquired from the Long Island Nets, Marcus and, Zegarowski. Yeah, yeah, and Javon Freeman Liberty, the former DePaul guard, who he's explosive. I knew he was a good scorer, but he's pretty he's pretty explosive. I like his body very much. I really like his body. And I he's, if he could develop a three-point shot, if he could be sort of a three and D style wing, he's aggressive as hell. I mean, he this team is full of guys who just want to put it on the floor and go right to the lip of the basket. Carly Jones, man. Ethan Thompson, he was doing no, it No, Ethan Thompson's a shooter. Ethan Thompson, great shooter, actually. But he was trying to get to the basket every time. Yeah. Mar- By the way, Marco Simonovic was sick. We didn't even know right up until tip-off that he wasn't playing. But he Marco was sick with a non-COVID illness. I kind of wanted to see him play, but there is a guy named Henry Drell on, on the Windy City Bulls. And if there's anybody on that team that I think looked the most ready for a call-up or looked most pro-ready, it was definitely Henry Drell. And we talked to him after the game. Great guy, by the way. And he talked about how he's a righty, but his left hand always came naturally to him. And that was that was interesting because his le- he used his left hand so much throughout the game. It's not like he never used his right, but he drove to his left a lot. And it was interesting to see that it was his offhand, but we learned that it kind of wasn't at the same time. He looked good compared to, a, and he looked more polished than a lot of the other guys. Well, and he carried himself, even though he's 22 years old. 23, I think. I think he's 22. But comparing him to, to Dalen, like that is a guy who's played professionally since he was 16. And it shows. He's got a lot of polish to him. He talked glowingly about Tony Kukoc. Yeah, he really he wanted to pattern his game after guy worships Tony Kukoc. And that's a guy who really does. You you noticed it early. You said, boy, that he has his head up, always has his head. Always. He only had three assists, but he made a lot of passes, a lot of passes. And his handle for a dude who's six, nine and pretty long it in in transition, he was able to dribble around and through guys, which was, I, we kind of looked at each other when he did that. Mm-hmm. We, every single time he did that, or this dude, Davidus Servetus yeah, on the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. like little cartoon hearts coming out of your head watching Oh, him. he didn't miss. You loved him. If, if he gave, if he gained 30 pounds, I think he could be in the NBA right now. He gained 30 pounds and got a step quicker. And yeah. maybe, and maybe grew a couple of inches. No, he's just, oh, eh. But he doesn't miss. I I told you before the game, this guy Servetus is not going to miss ever. He was five of six from three-point range in the game. Yes. Yeah. Drell, actually, he was three of six from three, 
uh, nine of 16 from the field. He had 23 and 11 with a plus six by the end of the game. And he was happy about it too. He was so oh, yeah. coming off I mean, high-fiving little kids and stuff. He was really enjoying how, you know, the, the night that he had, because with Samanovich out, I imagine he doesn't get opportunities like that all that often. I will tell you on, on, on the downside, the biggest name literally and figuratively is Antetokounmpo. I didn't think he was that good. Personally. Uh, non-prospect yeah like he he fouled out in the fourth quarter he only he was a starter he only played 24 minutes he had a minus five he had four points and uh he one had of four from the field three rebounds yeah just not yeah. not good and, okay. i know it takes more than one game and this is a small sample but that that looked to me like the old non-prospect oh boy but again thank you so much to everybody with windy city and kyle brown for all of his assistance there they don't get any media there we were no. we were the only two credentialed media there's no press conference there's no open locker if you if you want a guy you go talk to him and it was it was super casual and Tickets are really inexpensive. It's a it's a fun, fun, fun entertainment product. And as somebody who came up through minor league pro basketball, who actually worked when the Rockford Lightning were the CBA affiliate of the Chicago Bulls, similarly in, in, in a very similar regard, and that that's that's how I cut my teeth in this business. And I was it made me feel really good. It was I, as I said, it, it was like it was like soul food for me to to have that. So thanks to them. I hope you had fun too. Save that credential. It's up, I will. It's no, I'm saving my desk. Save it. Okay, make sure you save that. 